information. and uh, i think we went through a lot of different topics from fishing wishing farming like all those agricultural topics uh, is there anything that we left out actually oh uh, plenty more because uh, globally cyber security is a trillion dollar industry it's going to grow into a trillion dollar industry very soon and uh, with the pandemic onset people sitting at home uh, less going to the uh, bank branches everything shifting online nowadays uh, there are hardly any people in the populations of different countries who have a bank account but who may not be transacting over the internet or using some form of online banking or mpay or network based banking or payment or whatsoever uh, as we know plastic money is uh, largely replacing currency and coins wherever possible even countries like india have got uh, upi and other pay systems which can replace cash you just need to have money in your bank account so increasingly we are looking at a digitally financial world where uh, everything is going to be digitally optimized more than having physical cash this environment uh, gives a healthy place for scamsters and hackers to actually play and make a lot of money because a lot of our data authentication security passwords are all dependent on how we take care of them and how we make sure that we are not knowingly or unknowingly wittingly or unwittingly giving it to scamsters to play around with so carrying forth from where we closed last there are some other kind of uh, frauds also which you must be aware about uh, if you are ever planning to own a debit or a credit card some of these are as follows one is called card skimming so techni- technically this is the technique which is used to steal data of your electronic debit or credit card basically they fraudsters will steal your card details and create a fake electronic card with the same credentials okay it happens and then they collect this data by probably putting a device on the atm or at a point of sale to capture data now this card skimming technique is i would say used very rarely nowadays because most of the atms have cctv and all CCTV those things now so you cannot do that and most of the banks are sending awareness requests uh, ma- by mail to many of the consumers so before and all what they used to do they used to put a keystroke mapper on the atm pin keypad and all those things but now it doesn't happen that much because you have all atms are centrally connected to the police control room and you have a camera and everything is there so it's a little skimming is no longer a very favored method by the scamsters it is uh, a little difficult to get money very easily doing that kind of scam but it's still happening in certain rural area atms or certain far off atms like in the middle of the desert or if uh, there are not many shops there and all or in in some very low frequency or uh, not much of the footfall kind of places 
these kind of ATMs, this still can happen. So it's better to deal with cash in places that, you know, is not uh, Very like in, in the middle of nowhere, basically. Yeah, yeah. And generally, another rule, which I don't, I'm not uh, betting that it leads to more fraud, but generally avoid ATMs which are not enclosed with some sort of protection. Like uh, you see ATMs which are by the side of supermarkets or in front of exchange houses. At the bare minimum, all these ATMs, even though their mouth is facing towards the roadside, they have a glass partition of some sort where the person can stand. However, in Dubai, I know for a fact there are certain ATMs which are just like that on the wall. They don't have any protection and people can easily come up, sneak up behind you and they can see what you are typing in front. Your body is also exposed to the people on the footpath when you are standing and you are paying attention, keying your stuff. So as far as possible, the first priority is going to an ATM which is there inside a bank branch itself because there will always be a security guard over there. If not, at least second priority, go for an ATM which is having the minimum telephone booth kind of glass shield or it is inside, it's a mobile ATM where you have proper AC satellite uplink and all that, it's a secure place. Last priority you give to unprotected footpath ATMs. They have this new uh, step up of drive-in here, drive-through ATMs. Yeah, now. that's also okay. But the point is, you need to understand when it is more exposed outside, yeah. the chances of it being misused are higher. Like I remember, it once happened to me, uh, and this is a true fact. I once uh, I I bank with Emirates NBD as one of my banks among other banks, and once I had gone to uh, exchange money send money to India uh, to a reputed exchange house near my residence and this exchange house had a ATM counter which is attached inside the showroom itself inside mm. the premises but the uh, access point is facing towards the road so I said okay anyway I have to transfer cash from here to India so it makes sense I'll withdraw when I go to the exchange center itself I'll withdraw from there itself and over the counter I will pay them and then they'll remit it to India you will not believe, I, I took around five to 8,000 dirhams on that day. This is a couple of months ago. And I remitted it. Three days later, I get a suspicious transaction from Australia on my... Uh, and that was not even a credit card. That was a debit card. I get a suspicious uh, transaction from, I think, uh, Woolworths, Australia or something. And the irony of it is I have never been to Australia till date. I immediately called up the bank and I said, listen, something's happened. And luckily, and this is also something you should know in terms of fraud, is that scammers or hackers have a modus operandi. First, they will put a small trial dose amount, like something below 100 dirhams like this and all. Some like 5 dirhams, 10 dirhams or something. It will look like some Netflix subscription. It, like, And the timing will most probably be 2 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning when you are asleep. So what happens is, they will try a test amount first. If the card doesn't get blocked within one hour, they will know that the user is inactive or he's sleeping or he's not noticed it. Then they do two, three big hits and they move out. That's how this problem is. And when it comes to reporting, even though the form of the bank says that within 30 days, please return it to us, your interest is within 48 hours, please report it back to them. Because the more time it elapses from the point of the money escaping to a hacker and scamster, the more complicated it gets in getting back your money restored back to the card. 
So get a, getting your money back from a debit card is probably much more complicated than getting it from a credit card, right? Yeah, because at least a credit card is the facility that the bank has offered. Debit card is your own cash. And it's not uh, the difference between debit or credit. It's fundamentally how much money has gone and who has taken it. Invariably, you see, when the bank refunds your money also, that doesn't mean that the bank has got the money back. Uh, they will happily refund your money if it's a small amount. Something less than four, five thousand and all, they don't really care. But imagine if the amount is like hundred thousand and all, and which is precisely the reason why you should not keep a very high credit card limit also. Like I know people earning salaries of like uh, 40, 50,000. They are routinely offered 200,000 annual limit on their credit card, four or five times their monthly salary. Now I do not know because of the pandemic, all these things have reduced. But there was a point in time where banks were like really lavish. You have a good salary, sir, you can take five to seven times, 10 times your monthly as your limit, no problem. For what? And yeah, going back to one of our previous, previous episodes, uh, we had talked about how credit limits can be affecting the credit score. If you have a credit card with a high limit and you don't use most of that limit, still you don't have a good credit score. So don't keep unnecessary limits which you are not liable to use. That's also there. That's another consideration. Coming to the second one, now after skimming, there is another technique called cash shimming. Okay, and what's the difference apart <laughs> from one letter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What this shimming does is, there is something called a shimming device. A cash shimming device is a device which is used to obtain data that is encrypted in the chip of the debit card. It can either be a handheld device, most huh. people can put it in their pocket, yeah. like near field communication detectors, okay. or it can be installed somewhere near the ATM. Okay. It's like a radio antenna having kind of thing. So. But then how do I kind of know that is going to happen? Because... You will not know. After it happens, only you will come to know. Oh, okay. If you know, I mean, is there any way to safeguard like before? Uh, in terms of due diligence, one thing is now there are a lot of wallets which are coming with frequency blockers. I don't know this. Okay. Yeah, there are wallets you can buy uh, from various providers worldwide, which is made of a slightly thicker material, and uh, it has a radio and EMF blocking capacity. So if scamsters come with you with this device in their pocket and if you have your debit or credit card in your wallet also provided the wallet is made out of that material it's not going to be able to take anything from your uh, wallet with or without knowledge yeah so it's guys please change your wallets yeah it's <laughs> a, it's the same uh, concept like how you have tap and uh, yeah, pay and the thing is uh, in most of these cards are increasingly become th this tap and go and it looks really cool yeah when not someone only, at the counter only, goes not like only you know tap and go if you, like you've seen in the metro huh you, when you go to check in to the metro you don't have to place your card on top of that you just wave it on top of that it automatically goes. it'll open so there is a distance so yeah i mean it looks really cool okay compared to that old traditional swiping your card correct imagine thing. you are on a crowded metro in dubai okay going from probably say barjuman metro station till yeah. jebel ali the last point and it's a uh, it's a sunday morning rush hour you don't even know who you're touching at that okay, point okay and it's a it's a blue it's the it's the blue line yeah yeah the blue card on the red line or the green line the normal not the gold class mm. like around say 500 people in the tube mm. One guy has a NFD device in his pocket 
and he's just pushing his way through the yeah, cabin. Yeah, so it's like you don't even know who you're bumping yeah. into there. By you? the time he reaches from one end of the cabin to another end of the cabin, yeah, lot of data would have come into his device. Mm. Which is why if you are boarding and you have a card, and it is easier to get feed from your uh, pant pocket than your shirt pockets. Because when people move, they move sideways. I don't think most of the people even have shirt pockets these days. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> why it's difficult to get from your shirt pocket is to get data from your shirt pocket, people have to come and stand and face to face. You, yeah. So it is sort of like they are very romantic with you. Then only they can come and get your data. <laughs> it's like I am coming to kiss you. Then I will get your data. Otherwise, they will not get your data. So you will know when somebody is coming face to face to steal your data. You will be face to face with the hacker and the enemy. So always, uh, that's why when you are traveling, they say, you know, make a pouch and put it on your neck and keep it in front of you. That's the reason why. Another one is called card tapping, but this very rarely happens in uh, UAE because the ATMs are very high tech. Uh, here, devices are installed in the ATM. Like they jack the ATM. Like you've seen in the ATM machine, there is one one mouth where you the put in the card. Yeah, the green, yeah. yep. it will be blinking, blinking like this. The slot is there, right? They will pre-insert one card in that. Yeah, but there to kind of you know secure yourself you can, you're not going to check the card slot inside oh yeah you, you can make out you can make out like when you put it no it won't go as smoothly as it is if nothing is there there'll be a slight grainy insertion point when you try to put in the card to the slot it will not go as smoothly of course you will be like yeah right as if i have tested my card a hundred times by putting it inside outside whether it's going like a whistle or not huh. Because you're in a hurry, you'll just you'll pop just it in and you'll just take your number, taking your cash and yeah, yeah. But you will know the difference. Like sometimes I have always uh, wanted to find out. Like sometimes, you know, when I try to put in the card, it doesn't go in the first. This one. It's sort of like putting your card in reverse and trying to put it inside. It doesn't go inside, right? Same way. It will be like a little bit stuck, stuck only it will go. But that rarely happens now because uh, most of the banks, like they have solid uh, in-house security guys also. To install that kind of a card in an ATM, which is capable of taking other cards data, you will need to leave an ATM unattended at least for half an hour. Or if it's an insider job, somebody who knows the back end of the ATM will have to open it. Like, have you ever seen cash getting changed in an ATM? Yeah, yeah. Like a vending machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come and those, open it. those guys come with that whole security yeah, yeah, and yeah. guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, People like that or somebody who's jacking the ATM will need half an hour to one hour to reprogram the whole thing, put in the card from inside and take it. So the last one, highly unlikely that it happens. But these are like combining these three plus the old ones. These are the kind of uh, things you need to be uh, looking at. So we have basically covered uh, uh, NFCs. We have covered shimming and skimming. Uh, then one thing is uh, having said about all these kind of uh, frauds what are the things you can do to safeguard yourself from uh, this kind of things happening in your transaction journey we will give you a brief of that and then we will wrap up this episode so what you need to do is number one make sure that you always use something called the virtual keyboard when you are placing a transaction or putting in your uh, password or username okay number one so that that uh, even the 
thing that you know it stars your password and you say don't show your password that is different that you can the visibility you can toggle on or toggle off so that so doesn't matter it's only about matter. using that virtual, virtual keyboard, keyboard. Yeah. that small yeah. pop up that comes that is number 1 hmm. number 2 do not install any unnecessary or software or any click through prompts or malware or anything like that because these softwares might be lurking in the background and recording your each and every keystroke without your knowledge so if your computer boots up slower than usual or when you are trying to load a website if it is saying connecting three dots and it's taking some more time that means some other malware is running in the background they are recording what's happening so check out your boot speed you will come to know what's happening Number three, what happened, Leona? Your your computer just is just just continue. Like Leona said, <laughs> oh my God, my computer is so slow. I can have breakfast and then it will start. That is taken usually a RAM or a or a speed issue. But if if I'm just saying like, uh, especially in websites, when you open new tabs and you yeah. type the website, these are the side effects if you try to uh, get past the theater and try to watch free movies online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do all these things. like you download free books you down download free pirated movies anything you do without the legal channel uh, they are not giving you for free like i always tell my students you know when something is given for free you are the product so <laughs> they are using your data or they are using you for some purpose so virtual keyboard is number 1 unnecessary installation of links or malware or malicious software if you can avoid please avoid including any kind of uh, what do you say prohibited things as per internet of uae whatever it might be entertainment or otherwise if you have a choice do not download it because the price you will pay in terms of security is far more than that number 3 we discussed in a prior episode do not put your official email or the email that you are using for banking purposes to where your statement comes in any starbucks or tim hortons or any other shops for exchange of free mall wifi yeah any f- or even uae wifi or any free wifi don't put that email because so apart from promotional material they also have access to your database correct if if you want to do that use one or two emails only for promotional purposes all the freebies you can put in one one email address don't put your primary email address as that next one is ensure that your password does not contain your mother's name father's name your child's name or any bits of your name or your telephone number or po box because you'll be like oh my god <laughs> now how i will remember something else and ensure that your average password is between 16 to 21 characters long and contains a combination of uh, capital small letters, letters capital small letters, letters uh, symbols numbers numbers and discontinuous sets like three letters then two numbers so not like in the repetition uh, one 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 like for example my uh, first abu dhabi bank when when i called to reset my password that call center person was that call center person was asking me my god usually we see only usernames are complicated uh, sorry we see only passwords are complicated your username itself is so complicated because my username comprises of two letters in capital then two letters in small one letter in capital two numbers one symbol and one special character that is my username itself 
like username we have never seen somebody complicating it but yeah that account doesn't have a lot of money anyway so but still i i enjoy complicating things i'm sure kya scammers are tuning in yeah. like okay we got such a user id now yeah, we get such a no, password if, <laughs> even if you get it you won't get much money it's okay <laughs> nothing is there greatly to hack in that but these are some basic caveats you need to ah uh, and very important whenever you sign in don't go for permanent sign ins oh Hmm. You put your Google Chrome or uh, whatever browser you are using. Uh, In this world of convenience. <laughs> yeah, put the settings as clear all cache and memory at exit. Otherwise, what happens? Now most of the websites are smart. The moment you go onto the tab, they'll ask, "Can we place cookies? Can we remember your allow, location?" Allow, allow, allow everything. Allow, allow, allow everything you allow. <laughs> Then, what will happen? Everything is exposed. which is why now whether if you like it or not even companies like google or other kind of uh, tech majors they are spying on you that's why they can target the ads what you are yeah. likely to buy on a particular day so don't give unnecessary cookies even on your mobile phone do you want to allow this app to access your tele- uh, phone book and your photos and camera you don't care you just press install okay 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 Yeah, but then the thing is, if you don't, then you can't use the app. Yeah, why you need to use an app which is allowing contact to your private photos or whatever it is, or your telephone number? Sometimes, I have seen. I can tell you, some older generation people, they take photograph of their credit card and they send on WhatsApp. I am not joking. I am serious. They are like, yeah, I trust you. You will not misuse. No, I am like, yeah, I also know you trust me. I won't misuse. But what if some third party misuses? Now you'll say WhatsApp is encrypted. Yes, it is. But who says they can't uh, get information from the server if required? Like scanning your debit and credit card. I know people who put their credit card, debit card, all their significant details on a secure folder on their phone. Can you believe this? There is a on Samsung phone. There is something called secure folder. Everything. Copy of passport. Emirates ID, passwords of all bank accounts with the name, which account, what balance, everything one single Excel sheet, easy, no? One place you can find out everything. For you it's easy, but for the hacker it's easier. You are giving single point one key access to everything in your life. Never do this. Like when we were small, our parents used to teach us, no, split your money, put it in different pockets, different places. Same thing applies. nothing substitutes your memory if you are lazy with your finances somebody will take advantage of it be careful being uh, smart and being safe is the first ingredient not to be sorry later so if you take care of some of these basic things frauds are there and of course this list will keep increasing as time goes by because uh, people will be more and more smart in understanding what are the methods to do more and more fraud but if you are safe you will be more well informed when a fraud comes and nowadays banks are also helping out because you can see even on cheek drive road and other places there big billboards are there don't fall victim to fraud lot even today i got a precautionary message from uh, nbd saying about do and you know someone trying to impersonate correct i want a lottery or your yeah, lucky exactly. this yeah exactly like just be aware and stuff yeah. for that yeah because lot of people are falling prey to this we might think it's joke because who no no i i personally know a couple of people who actually have because uh, they it was so genuine that they even confirmed some of their own account number details to them yeah and they were they actually thought it was a 
correct case of probably something happening in the bank and some changes there but they actually give the rest of their there details there is a there is a documentary series in in netflix in hindi it's called jamtara okay it's a it's a documentary series uh, which is talking about a place called jamtara it's an original place in india where it was known as the hub of uh, telecalling banking telecalling scams people used to and this is i think some place in i don't know i'm not sure maybe bihar or chatisgarh or something where the laws are a bit lax and uh, people used to call all rich high net worth individuals or old uncle aunties above 60 years of age in delhi and upmarket areas and say you have won a lucky prize and lucky draw and all i just need your last three digits of the cvv and now a otp will come to you just tell me that i will ensure your price will get increased uh, like your limit will get increased or your price will come to you in 14 days nothing happened after 14 days their account balance was wiped out nobody could catch the perpetrators until it became so bad that crows and crows were disappearing every day then the government formed a special interest team did a crackdown and they found out but still many of the large perpetrators are still you know absconding but uh, these things happen but even with telecalling scams i've heard of this new scam where even if you call back that number or even if you pick up that number immediately your data can be yeah captured. that's that's true uh, one of the interesting things you can do for this also there's a software called truecaller okay you can install this thing called truecaller in truecaller if the number comes when the number rings right one red screen will come red means don't pick up these are listed by other people as scam fraud etc or they are uh, people who are trying to sell credit cards or some kind of time wasting guys and all that it will be in red color all bona fide original verified 3 point ping ones are blue color so i have installed on my phone so if there is a red color i don't pick up so these are some things of course we can keep talking about this until the cows come home every day so many things a vast topic very deep uh, ocean of uh, different things and uh, i can see leona smiling because i don't know how many of these mistakes she has already made in her day to day <laughs> transaction and banking yeah, life the world doesn't need to know <laughs> yeah but uh, yeah but that's good in a way because i'm sure when she goes home today she will make all yeah, all I the mean, security the, the differences that has happened from the time we started this podcast yeah so now today leona will go and put iron curtain in all her accounts after she is done with the podcast today So until we meet in a new episode uh, this is Sujit Sugumaran signing off and this is Leona signing off you can reach us uh, as usual on our email and our social media pages and if this has helped you share it to that one friend who you think that this might be useful to until we see you next time stay safe and god bless